No, whatever happens, I love you. As you know, I am uh, my brother, and I love you. I love you too. Don't at the beach. Why would I embarrass you? What? Why would I Yo. embarrass you? down a tiny bit right. hey 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 all right check we one are two dialing people all right yo how's it going man? hello <laughs> hello hello oh shit hold on one second let me get okay that should work can, can uh talk now i should hear you now i think yeah can you hear me yeah yeah okay. i hear you man and let's let gavin talk for a second oh hey man what's up what's going on gavin oh <laughs> nothing just just hanging out excellent excellent um i I can cut in a proper intro, or we can just do a rough one right here. But uh, I'll, ju I'll just go ahead and go for it. Right. Cool. Hello, and welcome to episode six of When the Sun Sets East, brought to you by the Music Arc and the Arc of E Network. My name is Noah. And my name is Gavin. And we're the Blanchard Brothers, and we have a very special guest, as I'm sure you've seen in the episode description. Uh, one Mr. Yoni Wolf is joining us today. Yes, what's going on? Um, we're sitting here. We got a few questions. Yeah. Uh, Gavin tells yeah, me he, he prepped some things. I know none of them, so I apologize in advance for any of the stupid shit he's about to ask you. Oh, no, no, no. No, 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 no. <laughs> um, as you may have heard, a lot of it is probably going to be Airborne related. Yeah, it's all my questions are about the movie Airborne and the uh, city of Cincinnati. So, okay. You know, we can I mean, I've got, I've, I, I gotta say, you know, just just uh it's gonna be great since i've never seen the film airborne i as i assumed um, as much i was like your line of questioning is probably gonna fall off quick yeah there's some there's <laughs> yeah. some stuff about the city in there that i can ask okay so. good 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 yeah they're still probably answerable for sure so i figured good. you know um you know up front thank you first of all for being on the yes, show thank you, sir. and and more importantly thank you for not suing us sir thank you oh, very no, much no 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 <laughs> i i uh i'm glad to be on the show and i have enjoyed uh, greatly listening to you guys uh, discuss my albums. It's awesome. And and uh, I do want to apologize up front in regards to the, the sound. I am uh, sitting about 30 feet from the ocean. So, you know, in, in North Carolina. And you guys nice. are in South Carolina. So, yes, we are. Yeah. Um, yeah. That'll just be some nice ambiance. Yeah. And, of course, this is all going to be mastered by uh, Mr. Nathan Hussey. So he'll, he'll make everything sound good and balanced between... The three Wonderful. Of us, hopefully, so uh, just real quick, you don't and you don't have to give an exact. Are, just a yes or no. Are you are you not close to Moorhead City slash Emerald Isle? Or are you like up in the Outer Banks somewhere? I I'm in the Outer Banks. I don't oh, know okay. where those things are. I'm in a I'm in a on an island called uh, um, uh, Topsail. Topsail is spelled Topsail Island. Oh, okay. Somebody just told yeah. me they were going yeah. there too. Well, and again, thank you for taking time out of your yeah, vacation to talk thank to you. us on top of all of that. Of course. So, yes. Yeah, thank you, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so I, I figured we can kind of go one for one. Uh, Gavin, do you want to start? Well, the first question I had was, have you seen Airborne? Okay, Which I well, guess we answered that, that one. Um, I have not seen Airborne. Okay. Okay, so if they remade the movie then, which you've never seen, would you want to be in it? Or would you want to score it? Would you want to be a technical advisor on the city of Cincinnati? Or the, the uh, answer D was 
what the fuck, man? Why are you asking me questions about Airborne? But, you know, since we, we already decided that Airborne that, yeah. that out of the way. So, yeah. Um, essentially, it's I just mean, a movie I, about a, a guy that goes to a surfer that has to go to Cincinnati, and he's also a rollerblader. And it's it's lovely. I think you if you get a chance, maybe later tonight, if nobody's doing anything, pad watch for it. Seth Green and Jack Black. It's definitely worth watching. Yeah. It's a total 90s okay. movie. But, yeah. Right, okay. right. So, so transitioning out of that, um, I thought I'd keep it brothers centric if you will uh since this whole podcast was about me trying to turn gavin on to why what right. is something whether it's a a band or a movie it could be anything um that you either turned josiah onto or he turned you onto, like that you can directly point to like i would not have been into that without my brother yeah i mean you know there's a lot of a lot of dirty, a lot of dirty past, a lot of, a lot of skeletons uh-huh. in the closet right. uh, for Josiah. Josiah, uh, he, so he got me into uh, Fish early on. Okay. Um, the band Fish. He got me into the band uh, Rush. I mean, as much as I, re- I never really got into Rush, mm-hmm. but he, he was into that. Um, and I don't want to say dirty. So these are great bands, right? Um, yeah. He, you know, Primus. Yeah. Um, okay. He got, he got me into. Uh, Pretty much everything, really, early on, uh, except rap stuff is, is I found on your own. Um, but yeah, via some other friends of mine. Gotcha. Um, but yeah, that that sort of stuff he got me into. Uh, you know, he was really into Terminator Two when that came out, <laughs> and I guess that influenced is... me to be interested in that. Uh, yeah, lots of stuff. I mean, you know, he's the big brother, so yeah, he got me into lots of stuff. Yeah, I would Tur- say I got I got him into rap stuff. I guess is in in as much as he got into rap stuff. Mm-hmm. Very yeah. cool. Terminator 2, actually my first R-rated movie, and I guess I would have been how old at the time? Uh, you were born in 90. That yeah. came out, what, 92, 93? Yeah, I probably saw that at age three. First three, R-rated four. movie. Wow. Yeah. Yes. Uh, cha- changed me forever. There we go. Yep. I was always allowed to like. I was always allowed to watch like violent movies. Uh-huh. That was never a problem. But if like if like people kissed in a movie, you know, premarital kissing or something like oh, that, yeah. then it was a big big no no. You know, hundred percent, yeah. definitely. There was a lot of like covering it, our eyes and stuff that we were otherwise allowed yeah. to watch. Yeah, yeah. Uh, in fact, my dad took me when I was like eleven or something. He took me on this, um, like he took me to, to like a a, a motel like you know a half hour out of cincinnati like you know in some suburb or whatever Mm -hmm. and uh like read this like uh james dobson book like you know dr dobson or whatever like you know christian child psychologist or whatever (laughs) Uh book about sex Uh, you know like uh basically what that was my you know him telling me about you know boys can be attracted to girls or whatever and then um you know, it was all really awkward, and then and then when he got done reading the whole book to me, we just we watched Die Hard. Was, uh, <laughs> it's a good palate cleanser, that. So that, I guess. That kind of okay. explains it exactly. Gotcha. Okay. I think somewhere in there, there's a metaphor for how Die Hard relates to like uh, puberty and adolescence, and like I don't know, probably you could probably spin it somehow. Yeah. Do a deep dive on it. You could definitely mine oh, something yeah. out oh, of there yeah. for sure. Uh, okay, so but I guess uh, back to Gavin. What's your um, well, this is this really your hard hitting journalism over here. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm really impressed. I don't know how you pronounce it, but is it the Crone or the Cron Conservatory? That's it. That's the oh, oh in Cincinnati. Yeah, I think it's Crone Crone Conservatory. Yeah. Have you ever? Have you ever? Well, the, there's a, a you'll when you get to the movie, you're gonna love it. There's a scene where our our 
uh, young male lead Mitchell is trying to like kind of woo the the, uh, the a girl that he's interested in, and he is has Seth a, a Green? nice yeah uh, yeah Seth Green yeah that's, Seth Green is the is the cousin yeah, who lives cousin. in Cincy already yeah uh, and oh, yeah okay. this is the California surfer dude trying to woo one of the the girls from Cincinnati but essentially he Got puts it. on rollerblades and rollerblades all around the conservatory to like one of the best. 90s R&B smooth. I don't even know the name of that song, but you're you're gonna love it. But I just I wanted to know if you've ever been there, and if if you have, did you was it like part of a date where you're trying to like woo a girl? And if so, did you have rollerblades and was there music involved? But again, I can say I can say I've certainly been there. I I uh, in college part of the stipulation for my uh, scholarship uh, at the University of Cincinnati was that I had to spend you know. X amount of hours doing like volunteer work, hmm. and I I spent my early Saturday mornings for several months um, cleaning cleaning at the Crone Conservatory. So like sweeping oh, up all the l- dead leaves or whatever, uh-huh. and uh, just being a general janitor there. Uh-huh. Um, and and uh, I can also say that I have taken at least one one date to the Crone Conservatory. Well. I'm sure I've gone with my current girlfriend and probably some previous relationship, but I, I, I know I took one like OK Cupid date that I had just met, you know that I had met just on the on the OK Cupid mm-hmm. and uh, to Crown Conservatory. It didn't work out exactly, but she was sweet and we you know it was nice. We were not on rollerblades, <laughs> but um, you know, made it even we might better. as we might as well been. Yes, I was gonna say maybe that's why it didn't work out if you were on rollerblades. Exactly, it makes yes. sense. Oh. So. I'll I'll vouch for OK Cupid, my my girlfriend of going on three years. Uh, we we met online, so there we go. Really? Yes. Very uh, cool. She uh she is at work currently, waiting for me to pick her up here in a little while. Um, and she also a fan in her own right. She actually turned me on to like the Cloud Dead stuff and Jaime's Basement, because oh wow, like the second or third time, second or third date. We just were talking about everything we were into. I mentioned why, and she actually knew what it was. So that in and of itself, I was like, okay, okay, there might be something here. That's how you know she's a keeper. Exactly, man, exactly. (laughs) And Lynch came up in the same conversation. She was like, oh, that's my favorite director. So there we go. It was was a good start. There you go, man. Yeah. Yeah. She she wishes she could have sat in, but she'll she'll be at the uh, Asheville show. That's the plan right now. Oh, wonderful. Wonderful. So. You can meet the lovely Veronica. Anyways, yes. um, okay. Given that uh, this was an arguably niche endeavor on a a niche network, yeah. uh, this is. What do you mean, dude? I, I no no offense meant. <laughs> I'm just. Kidding. But I guess what I'm saying is, if you if you weren't just doing Wandering Wolf, or what's a podcast that you wish was out there? Like, what's a band that you think deserves a deep dive? You know, multi part series. Oh yeah, uh, that you, what something to give you guys a suggestion for your next endeavor? Well, I mean that you can piggyback off of that, but also just like who who's the band that you're like nobody talks about them, but they would be a great subject, I guess. Yeah, interesting. That I, you know, I don't know. I mean, I almost think any band that's been around for a long time, mm-hmm. um, you know, and has has a, a good amount of albums, you you could get into a deep dive. I mean, depending on who you're a fan of, of course. Yeah, but uh, let's see. Who would I like to see a deep dive about? And and um, speaking of which, while you're thinking, have you listened to Analyze Fish, which is Scott Ackerman and the late great Harris Whittles 
going through all of Fish's albums. No, I haven't, but that sounds like, you know, you could definitely go deep there. They've been around for a yeah. long, long time. So. Highly recommend it, and they take a comedic approach to it. It's it's a ton of fun. Highly recommended. Yes. Highly recommended. Yes. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I don't know. I, I, I can't think of a specific band. I, I, let me let me come back to that if I Absolutely. can. Absolutely. We can, yeah, we can move along. Uh, Gavin, go right ahead, sir. Um, so... There's a scene in Airborne where they're playing rollerblade, roller hockey, and I just wanted to know, one, was roller hockey like a big thing in the mid or early 90s? And uh, also, there's a ton of old uh, Toyota Camrys, Tracels, and Corollas, and basically, I was wondering if you knew if that's like a place where all old Toyota sedans go to die, because it just seems to be a ton of them in Cincinnati, and I'm thinking, you know, you're not too far from Detroit, Motor City, why do we have all these Toyotas in this movie? Again... And only these questions only work if you've seen it, which I understand. Maybe well, maybe I, sometime down the road we can re- revisit all of them. Have, have yeah, that'd be another a great podcast after you've watched it and you'd be like, yeah, I don't see it. What's what's the big deal? Or you're like, oh, dude, I totally understand all these questions now. I, I have some theories. I mean, I, I would say that maybe the, a maybe the movie was sponsored by Toyota. Yeah, you know, um, and that that way you get the, all those uh, Toyota cars in there. Uh, but also, yeah, I, I I feel like I see a good, a fair amount of those. I keep hearing a beep, which may mean my headphones are about to die. Which, in that case, I'll just get on my phone phone. Okay. So just 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 not to be alarmed. No, uh, no problem. That so yeah, I, that's that's one thought there. I got um, one. Uh, what was your first car uh, that you drove around Cincinnati? How about that? Well, I my. I first was driving my mom's Volvo, I guess, when I was a kid. I, my, the first car I ever bought, I was like 30 when I bought it, and that mm-hmm. was a Volvo as well. Nice. Uh, v, V70, uh, big Volvo hatchback from nice. 98, and I got it in around, you know, 2010 or something like that. Um, and I've only had two cars, and my second car I have now is a 2001 Jetta. Nice. Keeping it. Keeping it Volkswagen. Yeah. Keeping yeah. it German. Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. No, no no judgments. I, I was lucky enough to have a, a oh, BMW second. Hold on one second. If you guys can nope. hear me, I'm yeah, coming back you. Hold on the uh, non. I'm coming back on the phone phone. Hold on one second. My no headphones problem. died. Already. All right. You guys there? Yep. Oh, yep. perfect. Let me get on. Let me get on speaker, though, real quick so I can. Okay. Good. Now I'm here. Okay. Alrighty. Awesome. Um, yeah, I was saying I, I had a BMW, luckily, in high school. It oh, didn't wow. last long. But, uh, yeah, it was an old, like, 98 that I got at a really good price. Very but, cool. Yeah. It's been, all, it's been all Honda since then. Anyways. Uh, is, is it my turn? Is that where we're at? Let him finish what he was going to talk oh. about with his... Uh, you know, I, I need to know what the theories were about. Oh, the theories. Excuse me. Yeah. Sorry to interrupt. Sorry what was the second theory? So you were asking about uh, Toyotas, but then there was something else you asked about. Oh, if the if uh, if yeah. like roller hockey was a big deal in the oh, early nineties. Oh yeah, and- I mean yeah, I mean I, I had roller, you know, me and all my friends had rollerblades, uh, and I think people played roller hockey. I never really did, but yeah, I mean I think I think rollerblades were were a phenomenon everywhere in the U.S. Yeah, at, in the early nineties, uh, that was a thing. So I think you know I think really uh, air. Airborne or Airbud or whatever you're talking, whichever movie <laughs> we're talking about here, came about because of the trend. You know what I mean? Yeah, 
Is uh is there an area in Cincinnati that looks like it's basically San Francisco with the hills? Yeah, and I think they shot. Is there that. a place called Devil's Backbone? I don't know about Devil's Backbone. That's probably named you know for the movie or whatever. Obviously, but, yeah. But but like yeah, they, they they shot that I think mostly in um uh, this area called Mount Adams. But yeah, Cincinnati is very hilly, um, and there are parts that look like San Francisco. In fact, my street uh, looks somewhat. People say it looks like. San Francisco because it's it's a bunch a little, of old nice. Victorians, like the, colorful Victorians, little, like the full house street, the West like Coast. just the slant um, with all the nice townhouses on it. Yeah, yeah. little townhouses. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, okay. That's um, pretty dope. What, what, while we touched on the West Coast for a second, I'll just throw it in here. Have you watched Bellflower yet? No, I still have not seen Bellflower. I need to do that. Okay. Where where is that it, available? It is it is readily Prime. available streaming on Amazon Prime. Right okay. Now, if you're if you're a Prime guy. Yeah, we have Prime. Um, we have that. Not. I'm going to say not a great date movie. Like, maybe don't want to watch it with Grace. Okay. Maybe watch it solo. Okay. That's, that's what I'd recommend. All right. Um, it's going to make me yeah. question my relationship is what you're saying. Not not even that. I feel like you, I, I again, this is all from the outside. I feel like you may relate to it more in like, oh, I understand that headspace that maybe I have been in like in the past. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because it's definitely like wrapped up inside the male psyche and everything in a lot of interesting ways. But Got it. I, I don't want to say anything more than that. But yeah, it's definitely a check it out by yourself. Kind All of right, way, I feel like. I will. Anyways, okay. Um, so let's, uh, let's talk about at least something straight up band related. Um, with the upcoming Alopecia Tour, is this the first time you've played it start to finish, you know, chronologically? Yeah. Outside of maybe like an album release show? Or have no, you ever never, done that before? We never played it start to finish like that. Uh, yeah, this would be the first time ever. Have you guys been doing like rehearsals in their entirety? Is it more just like brushing up before we'll start, you go out? We'll or? start rehearsals when I get back from vacation in, in gotcha. uh, a few days. So I get back on the 11th and then we'll start on the 12th. Yeah. Very cool. And uh, as I said, the plan right now, I'm going to catch you at U Street Theater in D.C. I believe that's the second. And then, and Gavin's theoretically going to join me for that one. Great. And then I'm going to try and catch you guys a few days later in Asheville. So well, let me know about I, any of these ahead I cannot of time. Wait. So I know you guys are going to be around. Absolutely, man. For cool. sure. Cool. Wonderful. Um, I'd love to do like, I know that's on the tail end of the tour. I'd love to do even just like a little 15 minute thing of like, hey, how'd yeah. it go? You know, how'd you feel beforehand going into it? And I mean, obviously, there's been a huge response thus far. You guys have been posting the uh, multi-part series of the making of, which yeah. I don't know if Gab's actually watched any of those yet, but I've been thoroughly enjoying those. That's yeah, really, they're really funny, cool man. We, we tried to we tried to cut them the funniest stuff, you know? Yeah. How, how much footage exists, if I, if I might ask? Oh, hours and hours total. and hours. Probably yeah. 24, I don't know, many, many hours. Gotcha. Awesome. Yeah. Uh, yeah, you definitely need to check those out, Gav. But, and how many more parts, or is is it just uh, the five? I can't remember. I think it's five or six, so maybe there's one more, maybe. Very cool. Yeah. Very cool. Um, and I should also say, obviously, uh, Moline did not go up last week. Uh, we were on a delay, and then on top of that, Dawood and Rachel were on a delay as well. Yeah. So that's going to go up this coming Wednesday, and then I think we're going to hold this uh, probably until the following Wednesday. Perfect. Perfect. I, you know, I, I know you're. It's good. I always look forward yeah. to listening. So uh, that gave me an extra week of of uh, of the of the podcast. So it's good. 
Yeah, and there's there's been a lot of people like catching up in the meantime, which is good to see. So, Perfect. Yeah, and again, thank you so much, man, for just getting the word out in the first place. Oh, my like, Actually listening to it. Yeah. yeah so cool. Um, I, okay, go, go, go ahead, Gavin. Go ahead. Um, so talking about, you know, the podcast and everything, do you have anybody that you, like, you have like a, maybe like a short list of like a, a dream interview scenario? I know... I've listened to a few episodes of your show, which is awesome. And I think you see, I've like been shouting it out on Instagram, but, but I don't know if maybe somewhere in there or somewhere you've, you've kind of stated, Oh, I'd love to talk to this person or that person. But I was just just curious if you had a certain, you know, two or three people that like, if you could just get to sit down with them for an hour, you know, that would be enough for you to be like, okay, I've done, I don't want to podcast anymore. Like <laughs> I've met my, my heroes kind of thing. I know they say don't ever meet your heroes. Yeah. But who's the game ender? Yeah. I guess. Yeah. Who, yeah. Who's, who's the end game of all this? If you have three episodes left to do and then you're done, who would they be? Right. Oh, I don't know. I mean, that's, that's a good question. I, I, I think, uh, I just, I, it's, it's, I don't really think about an individual that way. I, it's really more like, I enjoy the project as a whole and uh, just sort of getting to know a bunch of different people um, and sort of, I mean, and I'm not trying to be sort of political or, or any, you know, like, uh, or careful about what I say, but I, I really do enjoy each, each conversation, um, even the ones that aren't like, you know, famous people, like, you know, they're maybe my oh, yeah, no, yeah, exactly. friends I mean, or family, no. oh. you know. Um, a lot of the most compelling ones have been the family centric ones. And like, yeah. uh, I just listened to you talking to your yoga instructor from like a few yeah. years back. And like, yeah. that was interesting in and of itself. Like, yeah. Yeah. So but I, I love I, the, the deep dive on the individuals. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. I mean, honestly, it really comes down to more so than like, more so than like who the person is or what they've done in their lives in some ways. It's like how, how like willing are they to really open up and have a, a conversation mm-hmm. like, those are my favorite ones is when we go deeper than just like, you know, someone's career, you know, like I like to really get into right. more personal stuff or talk about someone's spiritual life or talk about someone's uh, sort of, you know, personal work habits or, or, or their, you know, leisure activities they like to do or their fucked up health history or their fucked up mental health or, you know, that's the stuff I like yeah. to talk about. I, you know, it's, not super interesting for me to be like oh okay and then you got on this label then and then you put out this album and then you put out this you know like that's not as fun right for yeah me. so yeah I, it's it really just comes down to to that but uh yeah any honestly anybody that's done really cool shit in their lives those are the people i like talking to you know that's awesome. definitely um i've i've got some some guest questions i didn't enlist the listeners because of course, you're awesome about giving people venues to ask you anything. That's why all but my the, questions were about Airborne, because yeah. I was like, no one's probably asking about With the this. Instagram <laughs> live stuff and everything. But I, I did ask some of my close friends if they had anything in particular they wanted to ask. So this is one from my buddy Tim Niles. Um, he wanted to know what's the first instrument you picked up. And then he also asked favorite artists, which I know is like almost impossible yeah. to pick, probably. So we'll just go with what's the first instrument you well, picked up. And, and I'll try to answer that second one in a way. I, I mean, so the first instrument that I played was drums. Um, mm-hmm. You know, uh, it, it was pretty it was in the house and it was, you know, my dad was a drummer. So he taught my brother and I. Uh, he took us up to the congregation, the, the synagogue that he led one time and and sat us down on the drum set and was like here's how you play uh you know here's how you play a rock beat or whatever mm-hmm. uh boom ka, 
boom, cop, you know, whatever. And uh, so we did that. And then the piano came after that. And that's those are the instruments really that I know how to play for real. And mm-hmm. everything else I just I just kind of um, fool around on it. You know, I can record, I can I can play bass or guitar or any of that stuff for recordings. But um, you know, I wouldn't play guitar live. I I, I play bass live, mm-hmm. even though I'm not a I'm not a like terrific bass player or whatever. But I have good rhythm and. You know, I can dig in. Um, in terms Absolutely. of be- my favorite bands or whatever, like stuff like that, I don't know. I can I, I I can't name like an individual band or a specific band that's like my favorite of all time or something. But I can say that right now, I feel like I'm only really listening to um, women artists. Uh, you know, that I don't know why, but it's the era of women. I think, and and it's. It's the era of women sort of stepping into music and saying, look, you know, we're here and we've been here and, uh, you know, we have something to say. And and, and so that's that I've been really listening to tons of female artists. Gotcha. Um, And we should, of course, say shout out to the Ophelia's new record, which has been out for a couple weeks now. Everybody go check that out. Go go actually spend money on it. That'd be awesome. Yeah. And. I think I asked you uh, in a text, but yeah, I hope they do some East Coast dates because we would love to catch yeah, them as well. Yeah, that'd be great. That would be amazing. I hope, to, I hope um, they make it as well, man. We'll see. Yeah. Um, go ahead, Kev. Well, I mean, I, I can kind of keep it artist-centric now. Um, okay. Do you? Can you recall if you maybe, I may, again, maybe you've mentioned it somewhere before, Who's? when did you first hear like rap, hip-hop? What was the first song or artist that you were like, wait a minute, what is this? And how how do how how can I do this? Yeah, do you have a specific yeah. one you can recall. Yeah, I do. Uh, you know, I, I when I was like maybe twelve or thirteen, uh, I um, got into like Beastie Boys, uh, but it was never really like that close to my heart. It was kind of like okay, you know, my friends listen to this, so I'll you know I'll mm-hmm. buy this CD or whatever, and uh, I did that. Um, and it was cool. It was fine. But the thing that really hit me hard was uh, Midnight Marauders by Tribe Called Quest. Like my hmm. friend, I was rooming with my friend at this like religious conference thing, which was kind of like a sleepaway camp almost. And mm-hmm. um, he had his disc man and like uh, headphones. And, and he was like, dude, you know, you got to listen to this album and before bed and, you know, I just laid in bed in in the dark room and and listened to that album front to front to to end and and that kind of blew my mind. So that that was definitely the first thing that was like, what the fuck is this? And then after that, I, I just got into all the native tongue stuff and got you know that mm-hmm. was like a a moment for sure. Absolutely. Um, I'll piggyback on that for a second. Uh, thoughts on. Uh, we've got it from here thank you for your service uh that is an album that like totally reinvigorated my interest in hip-hop like tail into last year what is that whose album and, is that or sorry the most recent tribe it's uh oh yeah yeah, yeah. 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 I, I only heard I it like twice what you, what you but it was really about. good yeah i i thought it was particularly a standout and then like run the jewels kendrick and frank ocean have kind of been the thing that i was like oh shit there is like super interesting stuff going on currently yeah. that I maybe wasn't paying attention to but yeah 
can That's I, hey, you guys, can I, can I call yeah, you back in five minutes? Is that okay? Absolutely. To finish yeah, yeah totally, man. Okay, okay. No problem. I, I, I'll call you right back, okay? Uh, okay, that'll work. Sure Thank you. And you are on your digital recorder as well, right? Yes, yes. Okay. I hope it's what coming out well. I don't know. But we'll see. Yeah, I what had to use. Like, what, what? Oh, Gavin's curious about I'm just curious about your setup, what you use. I know I've listened to some where you've used the, the digital. What, what, what brand, what model or whatever? What are you using? Uh, it's, it's an Olympus. Uh, um, Olympus. I'm not sure what the model. I guess the model is oh, okay. linear PCM recorder LS108. Hmm. Okay. Well, we have that recorded for posterity. Yeah, so now we can. Gavin can start his own interview series. There you go. In the works. Yeah, I no, can't I promise this the best, but it's nice and small. Oh, that works. Yeah. I mean, I've just been trying to figure out something with people, kind of like you're talking about just interesting people, because I've got some friends that are like comedians in Colombia and a girl that works in uh, some of the smaller film companies in Colombia. And I'm like, what do you guys do for your day job? Because I mean, I, I work at a, a bank, so it's kind of like it's boring. And this is the one like creative thing that Noah asked me to do a long time ago that I'm like, yes, this is something I can do that like scratches that creative itch that I've had since college. Yeah. Let's do it. And now I see people who are like, oh yeah, I'm doing this and that. And I'm like, that's great. But like, you're okay. You're a comedian in a, you know, a, the capital of South Carolina. Great. What do you do to make money? If are, are you able to make it off these shows that you do? Or is that why you're at every yeah, mic I see? So and I it may not be interesting to anybody <clears throat> else, but I'm like, that's, that kind of stuff fascinates me, especially if it's a job that you you hear something about, but you don't necessarily know what what it entails. So I've I've been trying to work that out, and I've got a few people lined up. I just got to get if you record them all. I'll, I'll put them up, brother. I appreciate that, brother. Okay. Yeah. Um. All right. Uh, I've got another one more guest question. This is from my buddy Colin Tuhig. Okay. Uh, big fan in his own right. He he asks, "What the fuck is Strawberries about, and why can't I stop listening to it?" <laughs> that, that, um, that was his one question. I don't know what it, you know, it's hard. To, if there is an answer for strawberries. In yeah, it's hard to, uh, you know, like whoever said, you know, writing or talking about music is like dancing about architecture. But um, <laughs> yes. I, I don't really know what the song is about in that way. I mean, it, it's a, it, is, it is a song that exists because it was a feeling that existed, you know. Um, mm hmm. As far as uh, why can't he get it out of his head? That's you know careful, very careful melody writing, and uh, you know that 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 hooks them hooks. That, I was gonna say, is it true that the hook brings you back? Yeah, I ain't telling you no lie. Because yes, it, that is in fact according to Blues true, Travelers, Mr. John Popper. Okay. okay, I'm just making sure. Right. Yeah, man. Um, <laughs> I'm uh. I, I've got one last kind of big one, okay. and it, it'll it'll hinge once again on whether you've seen something. But we can still go down this road regardless. Um, have you seen the film Almost Famous? Oh yes, yes I have. Uh, okay, um, I guess first question: Are you a fan? Uh, yeah, I like that movie. Yeah. Okay, that that's my personal favorite movie of all time as it stands at the moment. It combines my two favorite loves of like movie and music. And it's set in the 70s, probably my favorite decade, yeah. even though I'm super far removed from it. But anyways, yeah, so it just scratches that itch. I don't think it's a perfect movie, but it's my favorite movie. Anyways, I don't know if you'll recall uh, the character uh, played by Mr. Jimmy Fallon, but he gives a lesson in mystique, okay? And he holds a, uh, a Zippo lighter in one hand, and in the other hand, uh, nothing. 
and the lighter is visible, the other is a clinch fist. And it's basically like, which are you going to choose? As long as you don't know what's in this fist, you'll always want it more. So this is a long-winded way of asking. Uh, as an artist who you, you put everything on Front Street, um, you're very open, uh, very honest. Have, how much is that a factor for you personally and also maybe some of the like acts that you enjoy? How important do you think Mystique is or like having a remove from your audience as opposed to letting them in? Um, yeah. Well, if that makes sense. I don't know. I mean, I don't. I'm not sure. I, I think that there that it definitely plays a role in like hype. You know, Mystique plays a role in hype. I think. You know, when you think of someone mm-hmm. like Sufjan Stevens uh, or something like that, like you know, he doesn't do interviews. Sure. You know, and th- that makes him sort of exciting, or or uh, you know, uh, you know, it makes you want to know more about him somehow. Um, mm-hmm. So yeah, some people get into that sort of thing. Forced, forced mystique. Um, I think for him, it just comes down to the fact that he doesn't want to do interviews. He wants to live his life. Um, right. You know, but um, I don't know. I mean, I, I, I've never really had much of a mystique, I don't think, or I haven't really uh, attempted to cultivate that. Uh, no, I, and uh, that's that's kind of what I'm asking, I guess, yeah. is like, I, I feel like you've been very upfront and always tried to like bridge the gap between you and an audience instead of like creating a barrier between yeah. the two and you've been very open with your fan base and i i don't know it's a long-winded way of like trying to compliment you on that it's not even well, really you. a question i don't think yeah yeah i mean i i think yeah. uh i i like artists that are that are open you know i mean there, there's also something to artists that have a mystique and you you know you can kind of guess it you know i think it's a product of our times as well like you know i i I, I used to like listening to somebody like bob dylan and and really trying to guess at you know what he was talking about or or, or what he was doing mm-hmm. in his personal life and whatnot. Now you know, since then, I mean, a lot of that's been covered by by different documentarians and whatnot. But uh, right. you know, there's something there was something to that I think back in the days of of uh, before the internet. And you know, now with all the social media and everything, you know, everyone's so accessible. Um, mm-hmm. You know, I don't know if that's really a thing as much anymore, you know? Yeah. I feel like it's kind of fallen by the wayside overall. Yeah. Um, but yeah, definitely. Um, Gavin, you have like a final airborne related question no. or just something that came to you in the room? No. Uh, well, I mean, I've just, uh, I, we, yeah, we were talking about, I can't, it, it popped into my head and you moved on to something else and I've, I've, I've completely forgotten. It'll come back to me an hour later when I'm driving home and I'm just be like, shit, I should have asked that. But, um, I will say that that um, throughout this, and I think I mentioned it on, I don't remember what show it was, but I said like, oh, I, I kind of thought it, it'd even be funny to me if all this stuff was just like, eh, you know, whatever. Like, I'm just throwing it out there. It is, I'm good, I'm fine, nothing, you know, I, I got my own stuff I'm dealing with, but I, I'm great, I fucking love my life, you know, I'm good. But like, all this, like, you know, these four albums of just like all this different stuff, the music, the transitions, the, the lyrics, all that. Well, was it four or five? How many? How many of these shows have we, we done? We've done five. Five? Okay. Moline is not public yet. I think there's yeah. six out. Can, can actually, that's that's a great question right there. And yes, Oakland Azul, we address it on um, on episode five. Great. I I have this whole long winded theory. I can't wait for you to hear it. You gotta <laughs> let me know what you think. Um, it's yeah, it's the it's the five fingered why theory. 
slap. Like you'll you'll hear it in the episode. Yeah, I'm not going to spoil it now. Sounds good. But <laughs> um, where where were you going with that? Ken? No, I was just going to say I just I I like that so much that you know with Colin's question that I don't really know what it was about. Like it was a feeling, it was a time, and I think there's there's some people like there's stuff that it feels like the stuff that everybody is out there and everybody's like oh this is a billboard 100 hit it feels manufactured it feels like it's made to be listened to so that people can you know consume it whereas like some of the stuff like a lot of the stuff on this album and a lot of other you know stuff that's you would call it niche you call it like underground whatever you want to call it it's more from the heart more from you know, again, you have an emotion, you have a reaction, you write a lyric, you make a song, and I appreciate that more than I can someone who's, you know, locked into a, you know, a singer who just sings a song somebody wrote for him. You know, yeah. this more personal connection is where, you know, where I'm kind of drawing things, which that's why I made the joke about, wouldn't it be funny if this was just whatever? I think I think there's all different ways that people use music. You know, like, it's, it's uh, it can be used in, in a way that, you know, that works for for stuff that's more manufactured or more intentionally selling itself uh and that's more mm-hmm. for like maybe you know when you're in the club or something like that and you know I, I think probably the music that i make is is more for for individuals to listen to you know uh on their own and whatnot not necessarily party music and um but yeah there, there i think there are all kinds of applications and all all kinds of you know there's a time and place for every every sort of style and, and and all that but yeah I, I think music has definitely gotten wrapped up in in capitalism i guess or just the just like the way that we live now uh and mm-hmm. has become a very distinct thing you know um it, all, all through the eras of music it's been used in different ways but uh this current way is very strange if you really step back from it and think about you know all these artists selling themselves on on them you know on the merit of themselves or or you know mm-hmm. yeah. uh, whatever they're talking about and everything and yeah, it's, it's it's really weird but it is what it is yeah and i, I okay so I, I remembered now my one <laughs> question i had just because i i just was curious a while ago um before noah moved into this new studio i went i came down to his place and we were going to record an episode and i said can you can you imagine not doing this anymore and he was like no i want to do this like as long as we can so i just that's that's gonna be my last one and then i i'm good to let you get back to your vacation on the coast but what's uh, your question um can you do you remember a time after you started doing the podcast or after you started doing the music thing that you were just kind of like i i can't imagine not doing this anymore like this is a part of me now and i'm just going to do this until i you know i'm i'm as, as long as I can. Yeah, I, I, I mean, definitely, definitely early on when I first started making music, it, it had that urgency to it. Um, you know, uh, I would say since then, you know, since like the first, I don't know, three, four years of doing it in like the early 2000s or late 90s, like, you know, it, it sort of is more the opposite where I, I, I question everything I do, you know, um, should I be doing uh-huh. this? You know, is there a better way to spend my time other you know more important things for me to do uh you know uh what's going on here at all with why are humans or any life in existence at all and you know what is this universe building towards or 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 working towards you know and and in the face of all that what am i doing and why that said um 
I, you know, I, I like what I do. I like what I do. I think it's it worthwhile, and and uh, I we, think we like it too, sir. Yeah, thank and you. We definitely thank think you. it's worthwhile. You know, and 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 as far as the podcast goes, you know, I feel like with the podcast, to be honest, like if I could make a living doing that, like, um, I would, and and I would do music on the side and not stress out about it like I do, you know, and I wouldn't have mm-hmm. to feel like I had to, you know, hustle my music, you know, in any way, just do it when I do it and, and go from there and the podcast would be my job job. I, I could do that for sure. I love I love doing the podcast. Mm-hmm. Well, that's the mystique thing right there, man. You just be like, oh, I'm done making music. I'm only doing podcasts now. And that's like your mystique legend. Like, oh, he had this a certain amount of albums he put out and he's done. Top of his game. Mystique. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Mystique. Walked away for the podcast. Mystique be straight perfect, to the streets, man. you know, because uh, I, yeah, yeah, that's it. I'll be homeless within a month. Oh God! <laughs> yeah, yes. let's let's not let that happen. Yeah, we'll go go buy all of this music. Actually, spend physical dollars there on you it go. or digital dollars, whatever works go. for you. Um, all right, I I think we'll wrap it up and let you get back to your vacation. I cannot thank you enough for doing this, man. Yes, thank you very uh, much. Yes, appreciate thank you guys so much. Thank you man. so much. I, I really appreciate your guys' interest, and uh, yeah, like I said, I've I've really been enjoying listening to it. So uh, I'll be listening this Wednesday. Absolutely, and we'll uh, we'll take a, a long break. But as soon as we go to the live show, we're definitely going to do you know a recap of that Sounds for sure, good. so unless people can look forward to when the sunset sees returning. Unless we got a hot take right now, and you guys have a brand new album store, and it's going to be dropping as soon as you're done yeah, with the tour. Yeah, and you want to reveal that information right here, on this podcast. <laughs> all right, that sounds good. Okay. Yeah. All right. Thanks, um, you guys. All right, man. Absolutely. Uh, will you will you do us the courtesy of, of the sign off, sir? Yeah. What do I say? What? We'll see you in the sunset. These. We'll try and do it all together, and maybe I'll just I'll sync it up if need be. All but right. I'll, I'll I'll start. So for this week, I have been Noah. I have been Gavin. I've been Yoni. And we'll, we'll see, see you when, when the, the sun sets east. We'll see you when the sun sets east. Don't forget me. Beautiful. Thank you, sir. Thank you so much. You have man. a great rest of the day. Thanks, and, guys. You uh, too. I'll let you know when the episode's up. Perfect. Enjoy your vacation. Have fun getting back. And Be say, safe. hey, and, and, and Noah, send me. Will you send me? Uh, send me your email on on uh, text or whatever, so I can send you this uh, this audio. Absolutely. Uh, you want to do email or Dropbox? What's more convenient? Uh, I don't really have. Uh, uh, I have. I don't. Ha- I didn't. I don't pay for Dropbox, so my shit's all full, filled I, I up. Um, let no let, let me uh, let me just send it to you on WeTransfer if that's cool with you. Yeah, that'll work. Okay. All right. So I'll yeah. Touch you immediately. Perfect. Thank all you right. very much, man. Thank you. you. Have a good one. Have a good one. Bye. Later.
Fuck! Oh my god. 